God's Word says all Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Whatever season of life you're in, the Bible has answers. Come along with me as we discuss life, faith, marriage, parenting, and more, all in light of Scripture. Thanks for listening to the Streams of Water podcast. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Streams of Water. My name is Shauna. I'm your host. And it has been a couple of weeks since I have put out a podcast. Um, I just finished up a women's retreat with my church, and I um, was able to be the the speaker, the teacher for the weekend, which was so fun and was definitely like a good, um, I don't know, I was a little rusty because I haven't taught in front of a group of people for a while, but um, it was really kind of the Lord to give me this opportunity. Um, The night before the retreat, I went to bed and I was like pretty nervous and anxious and, but also this mixture of feeling like it, like, Christmas morning excitement, like Christmas morning was coming. And I just, um, this was my first time teaching to uh, adults. I've always taught to um, middle school and high school students and some college, but um, yeah, this was my first time like where I would say at least half, if not more of the women there were um, older than me. And so it was humbling to, to be there and to do that. So, um, anyway, I thought that I would take what I taught this weekend and turn it into some podcast episodes. So, um, we talked about, and now what we're talking about on, um, on the podcast is wholeheartedly, um, loving, and serving God um, in a world of um, idols and where we um, want to worship um, things other than God. And we might not even recognize that we're doing that, but um, there are things that keep us from wholeheartedly loving God. And so um, I just wanted to give a little introduction to that and to um, what um, this series is going to look like. So um, I think this affects us um, every day. And as Christ followers, we are going to run into things that we want to serve um, before we serve uh, the God of the universe. So today in the podcast, we are going to be reading Deuteronomy Uh, chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. So if you want to put me on pause and go grab your Bible so you can read along, um, that's great. So this really gets at the heart at what Jesus called the most important commandment. And so I'm going to read it and then I'm going to share some insights about this particular check of scripture. Again, it's Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. 
You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So this section of scripture is a prayer called the Shema. Shema is the Hebrew word for hear, which is also the first word of the prayer. And this was spoken daily and I heard maybe even twice a day um, in the Jewish tradition. And still for those that that practice Judaism, um, they prayed it um, every day, if not more. So per later tradition, it became um, a three-part prayer that included some verses from Deuteronomy 11 and Numbers 15. And then traditionally that covered all aspects of the Ten Commandments. Jesus used the Shema to answer a question in Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 30, if you want to follow along. Says, and one of the scribes came up and heard them, that is the Sadducees and Jesus, disputing with one another. And seeing that he answered them well, asked him, which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, the most important is hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. So I think this strong of a statement from Jesus of which commandment is the most important. I think that it deserves our attention and our digging and marinating in it a little bit. It's pretty important. So historically, and still today for those who practice, um, Jews wore these um, black boxes called phylacteries. So one was tied on their head and Um, One was tied on their arm and Google it if you want a little visual um, because that's kind of helpful to see what it looks like. So these boxes had four different scriptures inside and one of them being the Shabbat. And so they would wear these um, when um, they pray and they were used as physical reminders of Um, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so one of the things I've heard, um, why it's on your head, like in between your eyes, and why it's on your hands is it's because his instructions are what we should do with our hands and what we should think about with our minds. I have also heard, this is a bonus feature that I did not talk about this weekend. Um, I've also heard that in Revelation, when it talks about the mark of the beast, which is the 666, um, that that mark will not actually be a physical mark. This is just something I heard. So if you don't agree, it's okay. Um, but that it's supposed to be a reminder back to the Shema about what people do with their hands and what they think about with their minds. So those that have the mark of the beast are those that do not um, do the things God instructs and don't put God in the proper place um, in their thoughts, right? So I thought that that was really interesting because, um, yeah, the Bible's just cool like that. So that's just one thing that I heard. Okay, so things that distract us from doing and thinking about what God's word says, we call them idols. They might be tangible things. They might be intangible things. They could be inherently good or inherently bad things. Um, But the point is that they get in the way of us being able to carry out the instructions in the Shema, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Um, So I'm doing and I'm sure I've talked about it on here before, but I'm doing a um, year 
long chronological read through of the Bible through um, the Bible recap with Terry Lee Cobble. And along with the daily reading, she has like a seven, eight minute podcast that sums up the reading of the day and gives you like some more insight. Um, so when we were reading the 10 commandments, she talked about the second commandment, which is you shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on earth beneath or in the waters below. Um, and I really liked the, what she further had to say about it. So this is what Tara, Tara Lee says. The second word, the one about idols and graven images, it points out our natural inclination to worship things. Everyone worships something. Mostly we worship what we see regularly. The challenge for our idolatrous hearts is that Yahweh has no physical form. So in order to worship him, we have to set aside our human nature, which means setting aside the created things we can see with our eyes. Um, I thought that was so good. It's going to take work for us to set aside these created things to worship the creator. But this work is worth it. It is actually attainable. God would not command us to do something that is impossible. Yes, it's impossible to do it apart from him. But in walking with him, it is possible to love him wholeheartedly. He wouldn't command it if it couldn't be done, right? So um, one of the things I wanted to focus on um, during this first episode is a, a challenge to you to identify the things that you need to set aside in order to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And um, an exercise that is going to help, I think, hopefully, is um, answering some questions. And I'm going to have it on my show notes, um, the questions that I'm talking about today, so you can see them written down. Um, But we are... I would just encourage you to uh, reflect on these questions and that they might um, help identify things in your life that are getting in the way of you loving God. Well, before we do that, I'm going to encourage you to um, think deeply about this idol that you might have. So I'm going to share one of my idols with you because if I'm going to ask you to share or to think about yours, I'm going to share one of mine. So, um, my idol has to do with this podcast. Um, so after I upload an episode, I, um, spend far too much time checking, um, the downloads and how many people are listening. And if there's any comments and if anybody has, um, you know, giving me a review. And at first I think it could just look like my idol is my podcast just in general. Like I just need to spend less time looking at all of the comments and all of that stuff. Um, but really, um, I'm looking for more than that. I'm looking for positive affirmation to tell me how cool or how spiritual I am. I'm looking for negative, um, comments because, well, firstly, I'm hoping that they're not there, but secondly, if they are there, I want to like combat what people have to say with Bible knowledge, which is the wrong way to approach um, a disagreement. Um, so if I go even deeper, this is where it gets harder for me. Um, I might be looking for affirmation through my podcasts 
statistics because maybe it's a dry season with my husband or with um, a friend or with my sister. Um, and I'm looking for affirmation in those people who I think I should be getting it from, right. Who are just humans. Um, and if I feel like I'm not getting it, I look in the number of downloads that I have or, um, a comment from somebody that maybe somebody I know, maybe somebody I don't know. And so as you can see, idols are complicated. They are layered because people are complicated and layered, but take heart. God knows our hearts. He knows the complications and he still chooses to pursue us. Romans talks about how when we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And he knows that we're not going to have it all figured out. He knows that our hearts are not always pure, but he doesn't leave us in those, in those places. He calls us to something greater. And that something greater is loving him wholeheartedly. I'm going to repeat this a lot, but he wouldn't command it to love him wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly if it wasn't possible. So this is what I'm hoping we can sit in um, as we go through these next couple weeks on this episode. So here are the questions. I'm going to read through them. And if you want to just pause me to then, um, I encourage you to like sit and just think about the question. Maybe you want to journal. Um, maybe you want to look up some scripture to combat it or to enhance, you know, your que- the questions. Um, but I'm going to read them and then I will post them. And, um, I just want to encourage you to be thinking through what is something that is in your life that is, um, getting in your way of wholeheartedly loving God. Okay. So here are the questions. Question number one, what do you spend most of your time thinking about? Question number two. What do you try to problem solve? Question number three. If you wake up in the middle of the night, what do you worry about? What keeps you from being able to fall back asleep? Question number four. How do you spend your free time? Question number five. What gets your devotion or your affection in the beginning of the day? or the middle, or the evening, (laughs) any part of the day, what's grabbing your affection? And the last one, what's that one thing, tangible or intangible, that one thing that if you just had it, then you would be happy. These are just a list of questions to get your mind thinking about what something is that um, is getting in your way of loving God wholeheartedly. And again, I would just think a little bit deeper. Rarely is our idol just the first thing, you know, like it's not just going to be your phone, right? Or might not even just be Facebook. It's going to be something that um, is deeper and something that um, you think gives you something that you need or that you long for. And we're going to talk about um, next week about um, getting ourselves out of the way and that our idols always try to preserve things in us. We just think we need to hold on to so tightly. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, That is 
next week it will be a good one. So um, thank you for listening. And I hope that you're able to think through these things a little bit deeper. Um, And as always, I just appreciate you listening. Thanks. Bye.